Welcome to the Cal Current Podcast, presented by the Law Offices of Snell and Wilmer. This is a legal podcast that examines a variety of current legal issues that affect individuals and businesses here in California and beyond. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Tiffany Brosnan, for this episode of Cal Current. And today we will discuss employers' frequently asked questions surrounding the COVID vaccine. As an employment attorney, I have spent much of the last 11 months dealing with COVID-related issues in the workplace. A lot of the more recent questions I hear relate to the COVID vaccine. So I put together this list of the most frequently asked questions and the current answers to those questions. As with pretty much anything COVID-related, the regulations and guidance that we get at the federal, state, and local level can change very quickly, so it's important that employers regularly visit those government websites to make sure that they have the most up-to-date information. Okay, so let's jump into the questions. Probably the most common question that I hear from employers is, can I require my employees to get the COVID vaccine? The answer to that is yes, subject to a few exceptions. So the first exception is if your employees are unionized, requiring a vaccine may be a term and condition of employment over which the parties must bargain. Exception number two, some disabled employees may have a legitimate medical reason for justifying their refusal to take the vaccine. Coming up, we'll talk a little bit more about that situation. The third exception is that some employees may object to being vaccinated based on their religious beliefs. State and federal discrimination laws require employers to provide reasonable accommodations to such individuals if the employee's individual beliefs are based on a bona fide religion. Again, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. So what's the next question? Often it is, well, now that I know that I can require my employees to get the vaccine, should I require it? In my experience, I will say that most employers I have spoken with who are not in high-risk industries, such as healthcare or nursing homes, those employers are not requiring the vaccine. There are a number of factors you may want to consider when deciding whether it's appropriate to require the vaccine at your place. These include, what is the current status of the federal and state plans regarding vaccine distribution? At the moment, very few people are eligible for the vaccine, and it's hard to get it. So do you really want to force employees to do something that, for all practical purposes, is is really just hard to do? You should consider your workplace and assess the extent to which unvaccinated employees pose a direct threat. For example, are most of your employees still working remotely? And is it easy to keep employees in the workplace socially distanced? Or on the other hand, are your employees packed into some uh, really close quarters? So given your workplace, consider whether there is a need to mandate the vaccine for all employees or only for certain employees. Consider how are you going to navigate employee requests for the exemptions that we mentioned at the outset of the podcast. Consider whether you really are going to terminate an otherwise good employee if they say they don't want to get the vaccine because they have concerns about its safety. Consider how you're going to manage the logistical details and administrative burdens of managing the vaccine policy. Uh, Finally, prepare for employee resistance, regardless of what type of policy you implement, and the potential effects on employee morale. It has been very surprising to me to hear that many employees do not want to get the vaccine. 
So in addition to those considerations, as we continue with the podcast, you'll hear some additional questions and answers that may be helpful to consider in deciding whether you want to require the vaccine at your workplace. One of the questions I've heard is, how are other companies determining what their employees want or expect? In my experience, many companies are conducting anonymous surveys to gauge whether issues such as whether the employees plan on getting vaccinated and would they be afraid of coming back to the office if vaccinations are not mandated. These kind of surveys can be helpful in deciding what route you want to take with regard to the vaccine. So let's assume that you decide to require the vaccine. The next few questions relate to the disability and religious exemptions that I mentioned at the outset of the podcast. So one of those questions is what can an employer do if, if an employee claims that he or she cannot take the vaccine due to a disability? So there are medical conditions that doctors are saying that make it unsafe for a person to get the vaccine. If an employee claims that he or she has a medical condition that makes it unsafe to get the vaccine, you can ask for a doctor's note confirming that this employee should not be vaccinated due to his or her disability. This is part of the interactive process that employers need to engage in whenever they are dealing with disabilities and requests for accommodation. That interactive process includes determining if there are other ways to protect the disabled employee and others in the workplace if that employee returns to the worksite. Such accommodations could include additional personal protective equipment, such as masks and face shields or gloves, possibly putting up barriers like you see in you know, the grocery store checkout lines that provide separation. Scheduling the unvaccinated employee with other employees who have been vaccinated or on a shift that doesn't have as many people. Maybe allow that person to continue to work remotely if that's a possibility. And um, what's important is to make sure that you document all of your interactive conversations with this individual so you have a record of your attempts to accommodate. But keep in mind that these conversations are likely to contain confidential medical information. And so those records need to be kept separate from the employee's regular personnel file. Our next question has to do with the other exemption, an employee claiming that he or she has a sincerely held religious belief that precludes him or her from getting the vaccine. What I often hear with regard to this uh, exemption is, well, what types of questions can I ask an employee to confirm that an objection is based on a bona fide religious belief? As an employer, you're entitled to ask the employee, you know, can you help us understand your beliefs? Can you explain the tenets of your belief system that suggest or mandate that you shouldn't get the vaccine? If the employee struggles to answer one or both of these questions, you may ask the employee, you know, is this really a personal preference of yours? If it's just a personal preference, there is no duty to accommodate. What are some other things to keep in mind when trying to decide if the company needs to make a religious accommodation? As with the employee claiming a disability, it's important to take notes during your conversation and keep that documentation. Don't make a split decision during the meeting with the employee or immediately thereafter. Take some time, consider the answers given, and consult with counsel if you're unsure of how to proceed. Finally, if the question is a close one, the conservative approach is to always try and accommodate. 
So another frequently asked question that I hear from employers who are considering requiring the vaccine is, if we adopt a mandatory vaccine policy, can we require our employees to provide proof of the vaccination? The answer here is yes. However, you need to be careful not to ask for or accept any additional health-related information. And you probably don't want to keep a copy of the proof of the vaccine because that is likely to be considered a medical record for Cal OSHA's purposes, which are subject to all sorts of special treatment. Instead, consider just making a notation that the employee provided proof of vaccination on a certain date. Another question we hear from employers who are considering requiring the vaccine is, if I'm going to require the vaccine, should I hire a company to come on site to vaccinate our employees? Or should I contract with a third party to provide vaccinations to our employees off site? There can be heightened liability concerns when you exercise more control over the process. So a more conservative approach is to simply provide employees with information regarding how they can get the vaccine, but leave all of the logistics up to the employees themselves. Another question is, well, if I require employees to get vaccinated off-site, do I have to pay them for that time? This is a short answer. It's yes. You're requiring this as part of their employment, so you need to pay for that time. Another question is, well, if the employee incurs any costs in getting the vaccine, do I have to pay for those too? Generally speaking, there shouldn't be a cost for the vaccine, but if there is, in California, again, this is a short answer, yes. This is an expense that an employee is incurring in direct relationship to their employment, and so you as the employer are required to cover that expense. Another question that I've heard that's kind of an interesting twist is, well, what happens if I require that my employees get vaccinated and then the employee has a bad reaction to the vaccine and is unable to come to work? What do I do then? Do I have to pay for that time? This one is not quite as clear as the answers to the questions we just discussed, but the most likely answer is yes. The employer is going to need to pay for that time. Additionally, An illness that's caused by a mandated vaccine is likely to be considered an injury that must be recorded for Cal OSHA purposes. So, you know, given all that we've discussed regarding what happens when you require the vaccine, a natural response from employers is often, well, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with any of that stuff. I'm not going to require it. Um, so what are my other options? And there, there are a couple different options in this area and some questions relating to those other options. So the first question is, well, if I'm not going to require the vaccine, can I encourage my employees to get vaccinated? The answer here is yes. Uh, Many employers that I talk to are planning on encouraging their employees to get vaccinated when vaccines are available. But this is again going to be subject to the disability and religious exemptions that I mentioned earlier. In addition to encouraging employees to vaccine, to get vaccinated, I hear employers asking, well, can I assist them in getting vaccinated? And the answer there is yes as well. If this applies to you, if your workers are in one of the um, different vaccination tiers that entitle them to the vaccine at this time, you can help them by possibly registering as an essential employer if that's 
required in your county, or maybe just providing the documentation to the employees stating that they meet the eligibility requirements to get the vaccine at that time. But for any employer, you can provide employees with information about the vaccine, such as links to the CDC's website discussing the safety of the vaccine, or links to local websites explaining how to register for the vaccine. Employers are absolutely free to share these resources with their employees. So another question is, what, what else can I do to encourage employees to get vaccinated? I've provided the information to them. What else can I do to um, encourage them? Consider setting flexible policies that allow the employees time off to get vaccinated. We're hearing that oftentimes this it's kind of a lengthy process. Oh, so consider offering an additional PTO day that would allow employees to take the time off with pay to get the vaccine. You can consider providing incentives to employees who do get vaccinated. There's currently a question before the EEOC regarding the extent of such incentives, but de minimis incentives such as a gift certificate for $25 or something like that, those aren't a problem. But incentives that go beyond that are currently in a bit of a gray area. Another question is, well, if I decide to encourage but not require employees to get vaccinated, can I still put in restrictions on returning to work for those who are not vaccinated? The answer here is yes, you can provide some restrictions, but you still need to be mindful of that duty to accommodate that we discussed at the beginning of the podcast when it comes to religious and disability related objections to being vaccinated. And then finally, there's a a, a privacy-related question that I've been hearing when it comes to vaccines in the workplace, and uh, that is this. I have an employee who wants to know if his coworkers have been vaccinated. Can I share that information? The answer here is no. Employers should not share this information. Not only is it considered private health information, but it may also lead to questions about why someone wasn't vaccinated, which then leads to discussions about a person's disability or religious beliefs. Employers want to avoid all of those discussions. So with that, we've come to the end of this episode of The Cal Current. I'm your host, Tiffany Brosnan, and I appreciate your time. If you have any questions about vaccines or other COVID and workplace-related topics covered in today's episode, please email me at tbrosnan, that's T-B-R-O-S-N-A-N, at swlaw.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening to CalCurrent, a weekly podcast navigating California's legal landscape, brought to you by the law offices of Snell & Wilmer. Do you have a topic you would like to discuss? please feel free to send us your topics to calcurrent at swlaw.com. Be sure to check out our website for more episodes and information about this podcast. We can also be found on all major social media platforms at SWLaw News. Thank you and until next time.